My record with You Can't Beat Jack, a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown, is currently 11-1. Will it become 12-1? We'll find out together, coming up during this episode of My Second Act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. I saw this sign the other day. In a, in the front of a store, and I think this is like the way it's going to be from now on. So the sign says, "You must wear a mask in this store, even if you have been vaccinated." And I thought, what an odd thing to say. Why not just say, "You must wear a mask." You know, you have to have a mask to enter. And I was telling you about this, and you said because now people are saying, "I've been vaccinated." I've been vaccinated, even if you haven't. Right. I you don't can, have to wear a mask. It. I don't have to. Like, yeah. So you think people like grabbing their carts and rolling into Publix like, I've been vaccinated. Well, I think that there are a lot of stores, and I think Publix would be one of them, in the store that you're referring to, um, that because they know people will use it as an excuse to not wear a mask, even when they have not been vaccinated, that they have to put that rule into play because of that. Yeah. And when I'm in my store and people come in and they're like, "Um, I'm I'm not wearing a mask, I've been vaccinated. I'm like, me too. Like, I'm so excited, you know, like. But you haven't. No, I have got my first one. Okay, but you're not fully vaccinated. I'm not fully there yet, but I'm halfway. I'm going to be the second way in a couple of weeks. But it's just like a club that you're in now. I don't know if it's a good club, bad club, but like me too. Yay. Hey, how are you? You just want to run down the street with your card. Now, speaking of cards, I carry my card around in like this little pouch that I have all my keys and stuff in, my important keys. I'm like the key man. Who has keys anymore? I don't know, but like that guy that wears his keys on his belt. The ring, yeah. Yeah. And so I carry my card around in case I ever have to produce it. And you came up with a great idea. Well, it's not me. It was homeless people that live in New York City. And the Javits Center, I think, is the venue where they're doing vaccinations 24-7 in New York City. And so the homeless people came up with this fantastic idea. I guess they all pooled their money. And they went to like Office Depot and they bought a laminator. Uh-huh. And so now when you leave the Javits Center with your vaccination card, the homeless people that are stationed at each of the portals as you leave will laminate your card for $5. I love that. Do you think they have a square and they just like, here you go. Or it's cash I only. I that high tech. Cash what only. What a great idea, though. I love it. I want, so I told you I'm going to go get my card laminated at the UPS store. There's a, there's a store. I don't want to be wrong and, and, and guess here, but I know that there is a big box retailer that will laminate your vax card for free. I love that. Somewhere. You're going to yeah. carry it around like your social security card. And it's going it. to be the new social security card for this yeah. generation. Well, and, and you're going to have to get one. I, I don't know what Ivy School, Ivy League School it was. What? You got to do your research. I, I don't know. know. I but, don't know. But, Rutgers. Okay. Someone is saying that teachers and students. Must be Attention teachers and students. Uh, everybody's going to have to be vaccinated in order to come to campus or you're not invited back. And I think that that's what mm. we're going to run into here is that if you choose not to get the vaccine, that's your choice, but you're, you're not going to be able to fly on certain airlines. You're not going to be able to go to certain schools. You're not going to be able to go to concerts. You're not going to be able to. I mean, the list is 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 Growing. exhausting. Yeah, I know. Which makes it hard as a parent because I did go get vaccinated, but I was completely on the fence. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I was on. I've been on the fence about getting the girls vaccinated. Like just jumping into it right away. Not saying I'm not going to do it or I wouldn't do it, but I wasn't like, yes, let's get you signed up to get vaccinated. And now of our two girls, we have one who is, bless you, definitely an anti 
doesn't want to be vaccinated. And so, like, is she going to be able to go to college? She's going to have to get vaccinated. Yes, she will have to. Right. It kind of puts parents in, like, a precarious position. Because here's the thing. That ship sailed for me. If, if it does, God forbid, affect fertility or if you grow a third ear or, or something. I mean, I'm okay with all that. You know what I mean? Okay. For the most part. Kind of a weird week in Atlanta, maybe where you are listening to the podcast uh, this week as well. It's spring break week. And if you flash back a year, we were just about a month into the pandemic. And spring breaks were canceled, as I predicted in an episode. If you go back and listen to death, it starts at 269. But we won't loiter there. Um, spring break is a week in Atlanta where if you were not traveling on vacation and you were staying in town, you loved it because traffic, the, the, the rush hours were non-existent. And so we're experiencing this week's spring break in Atlanta and the migration to Florida, whether it be Orlando to the theme parks or to 30A um, on the coast. And it's um, it's an interesting it's just an interesting week, a very interesting dynamic. If you're not vacationing, I want to talk about how spring break and weeks with with people that are gone affect radio and the ratings. And we're going to do that in, in just a second, because um you know, we were always told after 25 years in terrestrial radio at the same station, you always vacation when your listeners vacation. Why? Which makes sense. Right. Yeah. Because your, your listening numbers, your, your levels are going to be down anyway. So why not just go on vacation when everybody else is on vacation and you're not even missed? But Donna, you wanted to start with some simple spring break PSAs because we have a, our 17 year old daughter, Olivia, is going with her boyfriend and his family. Yes. Down to Florida. Yes. So they're going to Destin. Love the family feel great about them going but I was flashing back to like just spring breaks in general if you take kids with you like if you have been designated as the family one of the families who's like taking a bunch of kids with you there's just some things you should just be aware of and the first one is because we've been in this situation before that these the the kids who are coming with you are not coming with money for the most part now my daughter is I'm sending her with a public's gift card for the family because I know they're going to have to buy tons of groceries because these kids eat you out of house and home and she's coming with cash and her credit card. But for the most part, for whatever reason, most of these kids just don't come with money. And so not only are you responsible for your flock, you have to pay for these other kids and they'll eat you out of house and home. And you're going to need a vacation after your because this is not going to be a vacation. This is a trip. You know, there's a difference. A vacation is when you go and enjoy yourself. A trip is when you're just sort of moderating. You know what I mean? You're like, you're just on the trip. Whether it's your kids, someone else's kids, you're just sort of there. And listen, it's not the boys, especially if you have teenagers. It's not the boys that get in trouble. It's the girls that get the boys in trouble. Because if you have the house, then the girls come to your house to hang out with the boys. And that's not water in their water bottle. Vodka. Vodka. Trust me. Somebody's going to go down in the middle of the day. And the person that you don't want to go down is is like the other chaperone. I've told you this story before. We had this friend and they all went on spring break and one of the moms just went bazonkers. It was like she was back at like MTV spring break in the 80s. And she was partying and they couldn't find her half the time. It was crazy. So you have to just be aware that these things are probably going to go on if you're at spring break, but you're going to have a good time, aren't you? Oh, and I your bikes I, are going to get stolen. Yeah. You know that's going to happen. Don't be the parent that puts the credit card, the deposit down on their credit card for the bikes because yeah. when the bikes get stolen or lost or misplaced, 
They're coming for you. Then they're going to come for your card. Yeah. And you're going to wind up paying for like six very nice, very expensive. Schwinn bikes. Yeah. And they always get stolen from Pickles if you're on 38. Okay, Donna. Well, they well, do. Let's not call Pickles out. Pickles I is love great... Pickles. But that's where the bikes get stolen because kids just like leave them in a pile. And then some kid comes out and he's like, I think this is my bike. In the entire week, you're looking for E344. You're like, if you find E344, you better get that bike home. You know what I mean? But it's going to be a great time. You're going to have a great time. If Just, you're listening on the beach right now to this podcast, yes, thank you for that. Listen to the end and make sure you check out several episodes. And look around and know that most of those girls that are drinking out of those Yeti cups, that's not water. All right, Donna. Okay. I was telling you as we walked in here today to the studio to record that I remember, because Olivia's leaving tonight, I remember that the night before we all went to the beach, we would have to go around town and collect all of our beer and liquor from like Azalea Bushes and uh, parks and things where you would just stash it all around town. Because you couldn't have it at your house. Right, right. And and you had to build your stash, Mm -hmm. literally. You know, like you would start to buy and hide beer and liquor, you know, about four weeks before your trip because you needed a lot for the week. But see, I was thinking about this, like when I was a senior and it was my, it was my, after I graduated, I know I went to Daytona, but like, I remember going on spring break my senior year with just friends. Like, I don't remember my parents being Oh, I don't either. That was my point. Yeah. Yeah. My parents didn't go. And we stayed at the Days Inn in Daytona. And I think, I cannot confirm this, but I think I won a banana eating contest. I'm not even kidding. I do. I swear. It's, it wasn't at like Club La Vila. It was somewhere. I can't even remember. Club La Vila is in Panama City. I don't know. I can't remember, but I think I did. I swear. You did. I did. Yeah. So it's going to be a good one. Happy spring break. Yes. Enjoy the time with the kids. All right. We're going to talk about religion. Oh. Oh, my After goodness. All Cadillac that. Jack. We're going to talk about religion. You can't talk about religion, Cadillac Jack. After the banana eating contest? Yeah. Nice segue. Um, Easter was Sunday. And you said that it did not feel like Easter to you. For the second year in a row. Yeah. Last year during the pandemic, you really didn't have a choice. Right. You know, there wasn't the sunrise service on the top of Stone Mountain. There weren't, uh, you know, houses of worship for the most part were, were shut down around the globe because of the pandemic. So you didn't really have a choice. You could not go to your house of worship. But this year uh, is certainly different a year later. And for the first time in over 80 years, there is research that found that just 47% of American adults said they belonged to a church, synagogue, or mosque in 2020, the first time that fewer than half of respondents reported membership at such houses of worship. And we fall into that category. Kind of. I mean, our, no kind our, of. our church's closed, has been closed. What? Who's our church? Well, I mean, I would go to North Point, but it's closed. It has been closed. Now, they did on Friday and Saturday, or either Saturday and Sunday, they did do an Easter service in the parking lot. My So... What's happened with me is because I'm working weird hours now, I have not been able to go to church as much. I guess you're right. I could get up on Sunday and go at eight o'clock because I have to be somewhere at noon. But that's the only day I kind of get to sleep in, which is bad. But I, I definitely like when the kids were growing up, we, we went to church for the most part. And now we don't. And I think part of it is Charlotte goes to, um, a Christian school and for a while she was going to a Catholic school and she was doing mass like a lot of masses <laughs> you know she was like almost over masked 
but I do, I've told you before, I feel like, I I don't want to say I've fallen off the wagon because I am this weird kind of spiritual gypsy in a way. Like I listen to, I have this app called Church Home. And so I listen to all of these different church services, like different people doing them. And I do like, I've never considered one church basically my home. Like I, you know, I've gone to Passion City. I've gone to North Point. I've gone to Alfreda Methodist. I've, you know, but I just kind of, I don't know. Like I feel like for whatever reason, for me, community is a big thing. And I know it's not. We were talking about this with our kids, like this generation, they don't see church as much that way. Like they don't really think, I'm not saying all kids, but I think that there are some kids who don't feel like they're missing out on anything. And I've had people tell me before, oh, your kid, you know, part of it is they haven't found a great small group. My kids, one of my kids did do a small group and it was not a good situation. All the kids in there were really the partiers. I mean, it, it goes a lot of different ways. I think you can find a great small group. And when it works, I think it works great. Like some of my Still, some of my best friends are friends that I did a Bible study with for over two years, um, a small group. So for me, it is being in community with a group of people. But I think this generation coming up, they don't feel that way. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm again, I'm not saying all kids across the board or all of that generation, but I just don't think it is as important as it may have been when we were growing up. Not to say that they're not religious or that they're not spiritual, because I do think they are. I just don't think they need, they feel like they need to be in a building. They don't feel that way. What do you think? You know, I, um, I grew up in the church. Uh, my dad sang in the choir. Uh, we went to church on Wednesdays, went to church on Sundays. We didn't miss. It was not, um, it just wasn't acceptable. And like on Sunday mornings, you would wake up as a young child and you would, you, you wouldn't hear your mom sink running or something. You'd be like, Oh my gosh, I forgot. Or they overslept. We're not gonna have to go to church. You know, did you ever have those moments? You know, (laughs) you're like, Oh my gosh, wait a minute. We're not gonna have to go to church today. I think mom and dad overslept. Uh, that was not the case. We always made it to church. Um, as I became an adult, it became less a part of my life. And there have been times in our marriage and, and in our family where we have been very, very strong churchgoers. And as you said, it was for the most part when our kids were a little younger. <clears throat> but you and I also have different ideas about what church is. And you kind of came at me. We were having a conversation about it. Well, you did. You kind of came at me. We were having a conversation about this, saying that the, well, the man's a spiritual leader in the household. Listen, if you want to go to church, get in your car and crank it and go to church. You don't have to wait on me to do that. Well, I know that. That's actually not. I was joking about that. In, it didn't in, sound like a joke. No, in in older times, I was joking about with you about that because I have. I do do my own thing. That's that's the the part of it. I, I don't. I'm not waiting on you. You know, sitting downstairs for all the kids to line up and comb everyone's hair to go to church. But I'm saying there are a lot of people who believe that the the whether it's a mother or father, but in old times, it was always the dad. But the the spiritual leader has to come from the top down. That's what most people feel. I mean, there are kids who come to you and say, listen, I want to go to church or I want to be in church. But for the most part, it has to start from the parents down. And you're right. As a little kid, you're sitting there waiting, going, God, I hope they give me an out. I hope I don't have to go. I hope I don't have to go. If you're not given the option, you don't know any differently. 
And this is certainly not a conversation about people who go to church are better than people who don't. That's not what it's about. I'm saying for me in my life, I gravitate more toward community. And and you're right. We have totally, totally, and we always have different viewpoints on church and religion. For me, religion, there's an equal mark to spirituality. And so for me, that can come anywhere. That could come from a dr- an African drum circle. That could come from a universalist church. It could come from um, whatever. For you, it's always been more of like a, um, not an institution, but like you want the Wednesday supper and the, yes, yes and the tradition. And there's nothing and a wrong. Choir. Yeah, and there's a cross. No, yeah, a there's cross nothing the wrong community. with that. A there's, hymnal. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just processional. Correct. Some robes. And for me, and this is going to sound crazy, that's the part of church that I'm not big on. Is that kind of institutionalized methodology. Again, anybody who's listening, everybody needs to do their own thing. But that's where I think sometimes we, it's been hard for us to find that perfect church because we do want, like the louder the music, the better for me. See, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I like an organ. And on Easter, we have some brass. Maybe the uh, Reverend Sanders are bringing a trumpet or something. Yeah. And I do love the old hymns. I, I do. I, I mean, I love, I just love a mixture. And I think that's part of the problem too, is somewhere in like the 90s and the 2000s, there became this huge split in religion where you were either completely traditional or really, really modern. So to try to find a mixture of it all, you just kind of have to do your own thing. And here's the thing, I am comfortable with that now because I feel like it's t- our kids are finding their own way with religion. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of comfortable with the fact that I may listen to uh, uh, some preacher from South Africa in a drum circle on my phone or I may, that that's fine now. I just think when, when, when our kids were younger, I needed it more. And so for me yesterday, we didn't, the point of this is we didn't go to church and it just a hundred percent didn't feel like Easter in a way. Uh, we went and had a $300 dinner. Yes, Good we did Lord. do that. Yeah. Good Lord. 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 All right. It is happening this year. The Atlanta International Auto Show. It's Atlanta Spring Thing. And uh, this week, we're going to drop a bonus episode of the podcast with Shane Wilson. Shane has been a friend of ours and, and was a client of yours for, for decades in, in radio. Shane is the president of the Metro Atlanta Automobile Dealers Association, MATA, is the organization that presents every year the auto show at the Georgia World Congress Center. And Shane and I had a very honest conversation about the planning during a pandemic for the the biggest trade show that the city of Atlanta sees every single year. And was it going to happen? Uh, if, if so, how is it going to happen? What are going to be the changes? And, and you've heard us talk during the podcast about, uh, you know, masks and, and social distancing and things like that. April 14th through 18th are the dates this year for the Atlanta International Auto Show. But Shane was telling me, and you'll hear him talk about this, that Donna, the biggest cities in America, there, there are no auto shows. They're just not doing them this year, whether it's New York. Dallas, Detroit, L.A., uh, Atlanta is one of maybe three on wow. the books for having auto shows this year, and they're going to do it the right way. Is it going to be dialed down a little bit? Yes, it has to be. There's still you know, a, a bit of a pandemic going on, but they felt that it was important 
to continue this tradition for Atlanta and to give you an opportunity to safely leave your home, leave your home and and, and head downtown, maybe for the first time in, in a year, if not more, and enjoy a day uh, with, with, you know, safeguards in place and things like that and enjoy the 39th Annual Atlanta International Auto Show. Tickets are available at GoAutoShow.com. And Shane was telling me, and you know this from being uh, his uh, account rep for the auto show for, for decades, that you know they used to not do sale, uh, ticket sales online at all. Because Shane said it just didn't make sense. Why would you sell tickets to an event that's not going to sell out? This is the Georgia World Congress Center. I mean, it's always going to be huge crowds and always having huge crowds. But why would you sell online tickets? And and this year, they're shifting entirely. It's contactless. Even the, um, the, the uh, books that you get when you walk in are all digital this year, but they have done digital like on steroids, like it's going to be very interactive and a whole lot of fun. So make plans April 14th through 18th, 39th annual Atlanta International Auto Show. Go autoshow.com. You can get your tickets now. New promo code for a very generous offer of $30 off your first order at dinneraffair.com. Caddy2021 is the promo code. If you're going away on spring break, you're going to come back and you're not going to have any food in your refrigerator to cook. Like there's going to be one packet of like honey mustard from Chick-fil-A or something left in your freezer or your refrigerator. So why not go ahead this week while you're on spring break, take the time, go to the website, pick out your food, pick out your meals that you want and set up your delivery. And what you can do is set up your delivery for like this Sunday or next Monday, if you're listening to where when you return from spring break, you've got all of these meals sitting on your porch, contactless, ready to go. And you'll actually be able to uh, start cooking. And you know, you're going to spend a fortune eating out this week, spend a lot of money on like activities and stuff. So this way, you've got your meals set. You're not going to have to keep that rolling tradition. You know how when you eat out and you're like, you come home and you're like, ah, we'll eat out two more meals. You don't have to do that. You'll have food ready to go as soon as you get back. The dinner of your kits are designed to go directly into the freezer. Less, uh, less waste, more taste, no prep needed. Everything that you need to cook each meal, each dinner uh, is, is ready to cook as needed. There's no chopping that you do. There's no prep. Everything comes ready to go. Guarantee quick meals, no standing for one hour prepping and cooking. You can go spend quality time with your loved ones. $30 off your first order. Caddy 2021 is the promo code at dinneraffair.com. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. Good afternoon. This is Greg. Stewie, how are you? Hey, bud. That so, was like official. Good I afternoon. This I is Greg. I think you're working though, right? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess you could, it's in the middle of the work week. Yeah. Are you hidden like in a closet somewhere doing this? He's working from home. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, I work from home these days. And you're going to have a baby, Stewie. I know. I'm so excited for it. I am too. Little He's Stewie. He's like six weeks away, I think. Six and a half. How's Mama Megan doing? She's doing good. Um, <clears throat> she, uh, We went to the ultrasound, did another one yesterday to make up for whatever. Um, but she's doing great. I mean, you know, no, no real complications. She's just you know, at this point, uncomfortable whenever she's trying to sleep um, because, you know, she's got a five pound baby at the moment, a five and a half pound baby in her. Um, so he's trekking at like eight pounds and changed. Oh, boy. So luckily, luckily, she's built to push something like that through her. Greg Caton is Stewie. And I gave you the nickname Stewie. You did. And it you has did. stuck. Like in my phone, you're Stewie. People still call you Stewie. Um, Greg was an intern of the morning show back in the heyday, back in the fun days of radio. And we have just always kept in contact and we're getting ready to play 
you can't beat Jack, a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown with Stewie. And my current record is 11-1. and one. That's 11 wins and one loss. And you remember back in the radio days, uh, it was like we had to change the name for legal reasons during the, you know, for, for podcasting. It's not that you can't beat Caddy. It's you can't beat Jack. But it remains a 20-second pop culture trivia showdown. And you used to play along every morning, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I'd play along every morning. I would typically at least smoke you. At oh. least in my mind, I would. I was thinking, well, Lord have mercy, I need to call these folks and just give, give it a little I, a little taste of humble pie, I guess you could say. I love it. I, I was never really a fan of humble pie. <laughs> I know, not, I know not, that. I'm not a but, pie person. But Stewie has <laughs> remained one of my closest, closest friends. And we were having a conversation on the phone earlier today. And I said, you know, there are very few people or you should have very few people in your friend circle that um, you can have any kind of conversation that you want to have and truly speak your mind, whether it be about the pandemic, whether it be about politics, whether it be about uh, becoming a, a father, which Stewie's getting ready to do for the first time or, you know, for whatever. And, and Stewie and I have a lot of the same views when it comes to politics and to the pandemic. And so we've kind of, we've been sounding boards, you know, during a very difficult year. Uh, and you're often in Facebook jail because of the the things that you post. But um, <laughs> good thing I'm going by Stewie and not my real name. Y'all are like each other's trust tree. Yes, I like that. All of that. No, absolutely. Yes. So we're gonna uh, tell some stories about the old days and and some fatherly advice coming up. But let's go ahead and get uh, you can't beat Jack out of the way, and we'll prepare to put twelve and one on the board here in the studio. So uh, I, I also misidentified the category earlier, Stewie. Well, uh, I couldn't come up with enough questions, Stewie, about water. So we have switched it. The category is called March and Basketball. It could be either March or Basketball because of March Madness. Okay. I think you're going to do well, don't you, Stewie? I don't think he's going to do well. I, I, don't, I don't know. I got a chance with some basketball a little bit, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I've right. kind of been out of the loop with uh, a lot of the current events lately. All right. Well, here we go. So, Stewie, if you get more questions right than Cadillac Jack, you win. If Cadillac Jack gets more questions right than you, he wins. And remember, all ties go to Cadillac Jack because it's not called You Can't Tie Jack. It's called... What? what? You can't be Jack. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. That's perfect. All right. So, you know the category. It is not fair for old Cadillac Jack to hear the questions I'm about to ask you. So, why don't you ask him to leave the studio? Got to get on out. All right. And now. All right. So, he is heading out. All right, Stewie, he is out. The 22nd timer is going to start after I ask the first question. Remember, if you don't know the answer, you can say pass because the 22nd timer will go fast. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, here we go. Question number one. This famous basketball player endorses Carnival Cruises, Papa John's, and everything else in the world. LeBron James. Who is the mascot for the Atlanta Hawks? Scrappy. Question three. Black Mamba was Kobe Bryant's nickname. True or false? True. Question four. A free throw penalty shot is worth how many points? One. Question number five. What holiday is held on March 17th? St. Patty's Day or Patrick's Day, if I have to be correct. Okay. Did we count that last one? Okay. Yeah. Do we need a tiebreaker? We might. All right. Stewie got two right. Okay. Well, maybe Ugh. maybe three if we need that tiebreaker. Oh, we didn't even do the test question. Okay. Well, I guess we need We'll it. do that later. Okay. Are you ready, Cadillac Jack? Yes. All right. Here we go. Question number one. This famous basketball player endorses Carnival Cruises, Papa John's, Shaq. and everything else. Question number two. Who is the mascot for the Atlanta Hawks? Harry the Hawk. 
Question number three. Black Mamba was Kobe Bryant's nickname. True or false? True. Question number four. A free throw penalty shot is worth how many points? Two. One. 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 Question five. You can't go back? You can't go back. It's my game, Stewie. Well, I'd like I'm to go back to the first question. I'm, Shaq. Shocked. I'm shocked that you got that. I got to be honest with you. I didn't know if you knew what a, I didn't even know if you knew what a free throw shot was. Okay. First of all, the test question was this basketball great's nickname is King James. LeBron. LeBron. Number one, famous basketball player endorses Carnival Cruises. Papa John's, you both. No, you got it right. Cadillac Jack. Mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal. Question number two, who's the mascot for the Atlanta Hawks? Harry the Hawk. You got that right. Cadillac Jack. Question three, Black Mamba was Kobe Bryant's nickname. True or false? You both got that right. Question four, a free throw penalty shot is worth how many points? One. Do we got that right? We guess you got that right. No, you can go back. Okay. And then what holiday is held on March 17th? That was it. Yeah, St. Patty's Day. All right. And then my last question we didn't get to was what did they call the quarantine area that the NBA players lived in in Orlando? The bubble. There you go. Stu. Well, I don't know anything about Shaq, and you work with a guy. That's cheating. <laughs> 12 and 1 is what it becomes <laughs> on the You Can't Be Jack tote board. Now, I think we should tell everybody, how did Stewie get his name? Well, we, well, before before we do that, though, what does Stewie have to say? Oh, yes, Stewie, you have to say those magical words. I'm Stewie, and I could have beaten Jack if he didn't cheat. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't beat Jack. <laughs> Stewie and I met when I was invited to speak at career day at Summit Hill Elementary School. And Megan, Megan's mom worked there, right? At the school? Correct. She was, and she still works there, actually. She uh, she works the front. And she won administra- Administrative Assistant of the Year last year. So As she's she still at Summit Hill. Awesome. How, Megan is your... Girlfriend for okay. now, or okay. I guess living girlfriend of okay. 16 years. Yeah. She's your baby mama. No, don't yeah, say she's that. Yeah, she's my baby don't mama. I'm the baby daddy. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> so you came to hear me speak to the kids. Correct. It's honestly one of my favorite stories, to be honest with you. It, 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 the way things worked out, because if you remember correctly, uh, you know, you were supposed to speak there a, a month or so before that, and it just timing didn't work out. Um, there were some changes that kicked, so you just couldn't make it that day. And uh, lo and behold, the stars aligned, and I was able to make it. You were able to make it. We had a conversation. Um, and, and even crazier, of all the people you gave your business card to, you gave it to Megan's mom. It just worked out perfectly. And so we had a conversation. You, Where'd you graduate high school? Sequoia? Uh, Sequoia, correct. Um, and, and so you were at... KSU at the time, or were you at Sequoia? I was at, I was at Georgia Highlands at the time. Okay. I actually uh, was getting my associate's degree, trying to build up some, uh, I guess, GPA or credibility, whatever it may be. Uh, and then I did end up transferring to Kennesaw State. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was the perfect job working, or, or really starting as an intern and then getting to work in the promotions department. It was just the perfect job through college. And it's just, it's a story I love to tell, just the way that we were able to meet, we hit it off. Um, the internship was just fantastic. And then just being able to work with you for, I think it was seven years with kicks. Um, just, just loved it. And it was amazing. Stewie is one of the best promotional people. PAs is what oh they're called. Gosh. Promotions assistants. And, yes. and they're the street team. They're the ones that you see them at every 
uh, station event at every concert. They're the ones that greet you and welcome you. And They're like the advance team. They right. show up at the client and they get the table set up and they get the giveaway the set out. And, and, and he was always so friendly to like all the listeners and stuff. You know, that's a huge part of it because they're interacting with, you know, people who listen to the radio station every day. Yeah, he was a great one. But how did he get his name? How did you get your name, Stewie? Because, because he looks like, he's so cute, cute, like Stuart Little. Well, it's not, well, it's not Stewie from Family Guy. It, it was Stuart was, Little. Right, Stuart Little, right? The little mouse. He's got a little mouse cute face. I can't remember if it was, I think it was the little mouse thing, and, and uh, but I, I like the, for the, for the public out there, I really don't feel like I look like a mouse. No, no. Just I, maybe a little short in stature, but. Uh, well, no, that was why, though. That was yes. why. How tall are you? Uh, I guess five seven. Yeah, and cowboy boots. I don't. I'm taller than Kitty Chesney. I know that. There so five that. six. We'll call yeah. it five six. No, it had nothing to do with you looking like a mouse or a rat or anything. It was because was of just your short. heart. But I've always and, uh, been the nickname guy. I have always assigned nicknames to people. My entire like Skippy, who yeah. was my college roommate and one of my closest friends. Um, his name is Chris Nelson, and I could not tell you for the life of me why I pegged him as Skippy the first night that I met him. But people to this day. And he's 52 years old. Call him Skippy Nelson. And people still call you Stewie. Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, you know, it's, it's always nice to have a nickname, especially, you know, when it's given to you by other folks. And I always consider it a term of endearment. And, and the funny thing is, I remember, you know, I would have to call in to let you guys know I was in the parking lot because I was just an intern. I didn't have a key card or anything. And, uh, you know, you would send Hoffberg down and he would come down and let me in. And there was one day, I guess, that his phone wasn't completely turned off. And I was calling it and I just hear in the background, well, someone go get Stewie Little. And, and so I don't know if I ever would have known of the nickname until then, to be honest with you. And, and then when I saw you guys, I was like, so Stewie, really? <laughs> That's what we're going with? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, all right. It works and that, for me. That, and that would have been, were we at the, were we at uh, Johnson Ferry? No, we were at, what was it, 210 Interstate Golly. North, I think you it was. You go back to 210 Interstate North near the Weather Channel. Yeah. And now Truist Park and the Cop Cloverleaf Ferry, which is where Kix was for years and years and years. But yeah, the interns didn't have cards to get into the building because you couldn't trust the interns. Right. And so <laughs> Matt Hoffer was our executive producer at the time, who now has his own morning show in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, I believe, and does quite well. Um, and so Maddie would go down and, and, and collect the interns. Now, there was, tell us about the Daisy Duke story. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. It, <laughs> well, I, if I remember correctly, it was John Schneider who was coming in um, to, to promote something he was doing at the time. I forget what it was. From the Dukes of Hazzard. Uh, yeah, and so the joke was to to y'all wanted to play a prank on him, and so you're like, well, who can we get to dress up as Daisy Duke? And you know, I just I was looking forward to just doing anything I could to cut my teeth, and then in the industry, so I was like, hell, I'll do it. And uh, cut up some Daisy Duke shorts, found some denim shirt, tied it up around my chest, and and put on some cowboy boots, <laughs> and y'all hid me uh, behind the glass, dropped the um dropped the blinds in there and everything, and then once John Schneider was in there uh speaking y'all brought me in and he just died laughing i i was nervous and just tears through, flowing through my eyes i was smiling as big as i could and it's just again one of my favorite memories just just everything throughout radio seemed to be just such a, a great time in my life but that's one that really sticks out doing the daisy duke thing and there is uh some blackmail still available on social media of you dressed up yeah, of me dressed yeah. up, yes. But interns, you know, you want an intern who is willing to do not just 
run copies. And that was my thing with, with interns. I, I was very selective with the interns that we had through the years with the morning show because I started as an intern when I was in high school. And I had someone who was able to give me time, their time and their talent. And um, I did not want to have interns and not be involved and not be very hands on. And and I wanted the interns to learn that I had through the years. And so we were very selective. We didn't have, you know, some morning shows have seven interns at a time. I, we never had more than two that I can recall. Um, but it was um, important to me that you just don't run copies and and, and get somebody coffee and, and Chick-fil-A runs was a big part of being an intern. But it was to me, I wanted it to be so much more than that. I wanted you to have a great experience, but also to learn and want to be a part of of, of broadcasting. Yeah, I mean, it, it was fantastic, you know, and I remember there was a time that uh, Maddie had to take a, a week off and I, y'all brought me in and let me basically uh, run the boards and, and be producer Matt for a week to fill in for him. And that was just a great experience, whether it be keeping logs, recording the shows, getting the newspapers, you know, everything that we could do to, to support you guys. And it was just again, it wasn't just getting coffee and donuts, which truthfully Y'all really didn't abuse me like that. I think I made maybe a couple runs to Chick-fil-A, and I, me- I remember making one run to Cracker Barrel, and that was it. But at the same point, y'all, y'all tipped well for that as well. So, I mean, it wasn't – I never felt abused or just used. It was, it was just a great learning experience and, and a great way to get my foot in the door with radio. Who was, who was the team when you were there in the beginning? It would have been Tug, Maddie. Yeah, it, it was Tug. Tug was um, – the one really running all the boards, uh, firing you guys up. I remember he'd be like going hot, you know, then he'd pot them down and everything. Uh, it, Matt was the producer. I was the intern. There was one other intern who was brought in about halfway through my term. Uh, and she was Sunny D, I think was her nickname. Um, so that was, she was there. Then Dallas was there as well. Okay. So it's back in the Dallas days. Well, I'm super excited to be uh, an uncle. Oh, yeah, Uncle Caddy. And um, send Megan our best, and uh, I appreciate your friendship through the years, and uh, you've been that uh, you've been one of two that I can think of that, that I, I can have honest conversations with about anything. And uh, I, by choice, have always had a very small circle of friends, and you are in that very small circle, man, and I appreciate it. And uh, right. thank you for your time. Sorry it about means your loss. It a lot to me. It really does mean a lot to me. I'm very thankful for the friendship, and, and like I said, you're one of my – very close friends as well and just in that very small circle of those that i trust and and uh i, I wouldn't trade it for the world all right buddy oh, love, love to you be well and uh, we'll talk hey. soon all right y'all have a good one thanks donna all right, man. See y'all later. all right see you Stu. that was fun all right carl if you want to make the 11 to 12 there uh, yes. on the board what do you think stewie that was great he's a good guy he's, he's a good great, kid all right great guy gonna be a great dad i think so too super I, involved and just he's gonna be he's gonna be a good boy dad i was one of the first um when when Megan they they're, they're it's been a um it's been a not been an easy road how yeah. about that yeah for he and, and Megan to um to have a child and yeah. um he's just I remember the day that he told me and, and sent me the sonogram and Aww. uh just so excited and we spent a lot of time together during the pandemic and um you know again there 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 are very few people in your life that you can truly trust and. Yeah. You don't have to worry about in, in 20 years is somebody going to come out and say, you're not going to believe what he said. You, you know, those times yeah, there, yeah. there are those people that oh, look yeah. for opportunities well, they to hold just, the receipts to write mm-hmm. and they'll read them, you yeah. know. And, and so you have to have those people in your life that you truly appreciate the friendship and, you know, will never do you wrong. We can we can definitely babysit. I mean, we are more I than capable. I earlier. I'd love to. I mean, we're capable. We've you know, raised three children. 
we're live animals. We're very fortunate to have Ava, our, our niece. Yeah. Um, but you know, my sister uh, never had kids. Yeah. You know, so I don't have any nieces or nephews on. Yeah. On my side, so. Shop now, pay later at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. You find it on the showroom floor. You can take it home today. Uh, so many differences that you're going to find when you shop at Gallery Furniture, locally owned business, as opposed to one of the big box retailers. Uh, and that is that you can take it off the floor and you're not going to have to wait for weeks and weeks and weeks for it to be delivered. Now, if you want delivery, they've got that available. They got a fleet of trucks at Gallery Furniture. But if you want to bring something, you know, that you can take it home today. You can do just that. Donna's going to help you tie it down and everything. Not you, Donna, but Donna from Gallery Furniture. Yeah, not me. Mm-mm. And not you. But you get so excited when you go to these big box retailers and you find um, all the furniture that you want. You're so excited and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, great. And you go over and you got to figure out first if they're going to, you know, if you need to finance it, are you going to get approved? And you're sitting there at that computer. And then they're like, let's take you to another computer and find out when your delivery. And you're so excited about the furniture and you find out it's not going to get delivered for six more months. So that's not the case at Gallery Furniture. You're going to deal with one person, whether it's Donna, Marilyn, Shane, any of the great people out there. They're going to walk you through tell you what they've got available. They're going to get you financed. They're going to get your delivery set up. And you're going to just deal with one person through the whole process. And if you have found something that you want to buy at one of the big box retailers, take it in there and let them see if they can find it for you. And I guarantee you they're going to find it for less money. Living room sets, sofas, sectionals, love seats, recliners from $2.99, tons of bedding options too. And financing is available. Donna's going to help you out in any way that she can gallery furniture 1600 brownsbridge road in gainesville get your ask for the wolfman and ask for donna merchandise at askforthewolfman.com all right we got a little time to fill so excited that means that donna is gonna clog uh, no 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 we're not that desperate for, wonder for, if i for should material. clog when i do my appy no 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 let's let's wait until we decide to do one like on facebook live okay that's like what we idea. do when we record an episode coming up i'll get into my sailor suit da, da, okay Okay. Okay, today's appy is one that so many people have told me about and I've been using now for probably two weeks and it's incredible. Um, it is probably like the most requested app that people have sent in and it's called Honey, H-O-N-E-Y. And Honey, sorry, is an app that you get coupon codes for, but much more than that. You also get, they'll have like deals of the day. And um, like I found this rug on there the other day that I had been looking at at Target and it was like, Normally on Target, it was like $1.99 or something. But on the Honey app, they had it marked down for one day only. It was like $79. So they come up with different deals of the day, too. And then they've also got coupon codes. And these are legit coupon codes. You know how you go and you search coupon codes and then you try to go use it and it doesn't work or it's expired or this or that. This is one app that keeps everything together. So they'll have Bed Bath & Beyond coupon codes. They'll have whatever, Target, Walmart, anything you need um, that you can use and it's it is an awesome app i wish i had started using it earlier but um a lot of people know about it but if you don't know about it and you're like me it is totally worth downloading and using it's it's great save you a ton of money is it cheating no i don't think so no because you're, you're spending money at these places you know just because you don't have a physical code i mean the world is digital now so no it's not cheating no we don't have to get wow. <laughs> well i mean heavens okay we're spending money. All right. 
We're we'll fueling in, the economy. Yeah, the, all of that. We mm-hmm. will include a link and all the information about Honey. Yes. H-O-N-E-Y, Honey. Yes. As Donna Zappi in this Saturday's issue of The Letter. Text left on red, no spaces. Red is the color, R-E-D. Not like he left me or she left me left on red. That's oh, not I it. love that. Yeah. No, no. It's red, the color, R-E-D, to the number 22828. Absolutely free to subscribe to The Letter, the uh, weekly Newsletter for the podcast. Okay, now let's sing ourselves out. All right, three, two, one. We, we just, just got, got happy. That was horrible. Our thanks to executive producer Carl App and new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. <laughs>